the spot. We're here. We're not moving. Actually, we've been here since last week, and we recorded. Yes. Had people bring in some food. Called some Uber Eats in here. <laughs> Devin snores very loudly, that we've discovered, but we're back. Myself, uh-huh. Ben James, Devin. Yo. Kelly. Yeah. The whole crew. The three musketeers. The three amigos. <laughs> One for all. We're back. Let's talk. Or not. We just let awkward <laughs> silence ensue. We're waiting for you to lead us. Yeah, I know, I know. It's like they're just looking at me. I'm like, stop, stop looking at me. Lead us. Shepherd oh. us. Let's talk about signs today. That's that's the word. <laughs> signs. Stop and, signs? Well, yeah, <clears throat> signs, signs. Everywhere are signs. Yeah. Blocking up the scenery. Breaking my mind. Do this, don't do that. <clears throat> I read the signs. Uh, no, I was went on a little bit of a mini road trip yesterday mm-hmm. to the big Lex Vegas here in Kentucky, Lexington, with my mom for a doctor's appointment. And you know, there's there's always these moments of you know where you're going. Like I can almost drive there with my eyes closed, but yet there's always these kind of these unpredictable little moments of road construction. Mm especially towards the end of July. Yeah, it's kind of the peak road construction and paving seasons. And while you know the exact lay of the road and what's coming up next, sometimes, like a Randy Orton RKO out of nowhere (laughs) comes road construction. Mm -hmm. Or detours, maybe something's going on, you've got a traffic accident, something like that's happened. And you've got to go off the path that you're used to being on a little bit. And uh, you've got signs there that are directing you. Like road work ahead. You know, don't, don't, let's, let's just, let's just be a uh, public service announcement here. Don't be the person that knows that road construction is coming up. And there's a lane closure <laughs> happening. Yeah. Don't be the person that goes about Mach 90 to get right up to the lane closure mm-hmm. and then dart over into the right lane you're supposed to be. Be, be, be a decent human being. Love Jesus. Man. That's right. Love Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, let's talk a little bit about signs because I think when we look at them from our relationship with Jesus in that standpoint, I think we can see where signs are both beneficial and detrimental at times. And I think Scripture addresses both of those as well. But in the in the natural, one of the illustrations that I'll give in, in some of my sermons sometimes when I'm talking about a sign, you know, is a couple things. Uh, you know, when Jesus said that these signs will follow those who believe me, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus wasn't talking about the signs that were attached to the end of a stick. Okay. Now, not being negative towards people who will use that type of tactic or that type of approach for witnessing or sharing their faith. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not being negative towards that. But sometimes I think that we make that, these are the signs yeah. that follow. Um, but I also use an illustration of like, if I am, if I'm headed to, to Willard, Willard, Kentucky, if you've never been there, you should go. Uh, be prepared for all 30 seconds of the drive that it takes to get through Willard, Kentucky. Mm. But if I get to, if I'm going to Willard, 
there is a sign that says Willard. Mm-hmm. I have never once stopped at that sign and said, all right, we made it. <laughs> or if I see a sign that says, you know, Lexington coming up to the right, you know, it's got an arrow. I never get to those signs and go, I'm here. I have a ride. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about signs today and the benefit, the detriment, and maybe even the purpose that those have in the lives of a believer. So what are, what are some of your all's initial thoughts in regards to our walk with Christ and signs? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was a kid, uh, I had a really good example of signs. Uh, one of the teachers that um, was teaching, he took out 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So he had pictures of a freeway and a sign, and it said, you know, he said, here, God's profitable for doctrine. This sign said the right way, you know, and the way to go. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, he had another another one that said man it was a detour but it was a bad detour that the enemy had put in there and it said boom and so you know you ended up going down this wrong road and so then he said man here's God telling you wrong way that's your rebuke your reproof your you know and he said then then he had another sign that said there was here is the correction right way back to the freeway you know right way and then you know it was like final thing was this is your destination you're now making it and so it was a really good sign it stuck in my mind as you can until all the way from when I was a kid till now, I really just, I was like, wow, that made it so simple to understand. And kind of just my initial thought as you were sharing about being on the free, I was like, oh, that just, that works out because, you know, there's can be anything that happens in our life, but it is coming back to the word of God and the spirit of God to pay attention. Number one, what does God say about in his word? Number two, in the momentary thing, what is, what is Holy Spirit leading me and guiding me in this situation? Initial thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, I when I think of signs, I just think of like warning signs. I don't know why, but uh, um, you know, there's so many so many things that uh, you know. There's so many warning signs out there, and I was thinking about. I mean, I thought the same thing. I'm thinking about like if you're on your way somewhere, you know, there's 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 a destination, right? I mean, if we're looking at this biblically, like as a Christian, like we 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 want to arrive at heaven, you know, <laughs> someday, and along the way. There's a, you know, there's a lot of different roads, you know, look at the narrow path, right? And the wide road that leads to destruction. It's like you, you can, you can go all these different directions in life you can do all these different things. And, and a lot of times you're, what you're doing is you're ignoring all these signs of, of like bridges out, don't go this way. And, and, you know, warning, this is like you were saying, like construction detour, that road ends there. And, uh, so often in our lives, we just ignore all these signs. And, um, so anyway, that, that's where I, I initially went to was just like, man, it's, I, I, for 30 years, I ignored all the signs. I, I, I was one that was like, all these signs are just suggestions, you know, and I want to see what's on the other side of this sign. Like, don't do this. It, it won't be good for you, you know? And, and so that's my initial thought is just warning signs. There's so many warning signs that we ignore, you know, as people. What, um, what do you think are some of the signs uh, that 
Jesus uses, Holy Spirit inspires and guides us in our lives. What are some of the things that we can see? Because I, I want to look at both the, the positive and maybe negative aspects of mm-hmm. um, spiritual signs, so to speak. What are uh, some examples that you guys could think of uh, from Scripture, from your own personal life, from uh, ministering to others, positive examples of signs that have been used uh, to help someone navigate something or propel them a little bit closer in their relationship with Jesus? Oh, great question. I mean, so that's such a huge question, too. <laughs> There's so many different aspects to that. Um, I, you know, I was, I was sharing with somebody yesterday, and I was, he was in a circumstance of a difficult circumstance in his life, and I, I just asked him, you know, what is Holy Spirit telling you? And, you know, he told me that the Holy Spirit was telling him just to kind of back up and just keep working on himself, not focus on the other person. And I, I, I love that, number one, because I wanted to hear what, not what I think that he should do. And I think that's important because my sign is not necessarily your sign, even though I think there's general signs that God has for us. Yes, speed limit for everybody's 55 or 65, you know, that's a general sign. But there's specific things. This is your exit, you know, not my exit because you have a certain destination that, you know, you're going to. And I think that's so important when we look at those kind of things is paying attention. Number one, doesn't line up with God's word. You know, if, if it doesn't line up with God's word, it is not a sign from God. Amen. You know, say, say that again. Please. If it doesn't line up with God's word, it's not a sign from God. The Holy <laughs> Spirit is not going to tell you to commit adultery or to lie or cheat or steal. None of those commandments, those that is not what God is leading. And you being in touch with a spirit that says that is the wrong spirit. Um, and I would just encourage, hey, get into God's word. If you don't know what it says, that's the first sign. <laughs> Go to God's word. And, and I just think that part of that and then just being... You know, there. what I think, too, in this case is when you're in tune with God and you're listening to God's word and you get something like that that says, hey, this is circumstance or other people are sometimes God uses. Hey, imagine that God uses us. Mm-hmm. And I just love it that God used. That's the exciting thing about being a Christian. You get to speak into people's life and you could be the sign, which is so cool. And I think that, uh, you know, circumstance lines up with the word of God and leads you back into, hey, where, which direction you should be going. Yeah, I was seeing about my, uh, you know, just the, the fruit. I was seeing about fruit, how that's a good indicator of the, of the sign, you know, of, like you said, uh, you know, God's not going to lead you into sin. You know, that spirit's never going to guide you to go towards sin. And if you're following that sign that's taking you down a road of temptation and you're like, you know, just playing with that, uh, thing. That's, that's a sign. That's not a good sign to follow, yes. you know? And, uh, it, it's really, I mean, it's kind of simple actually really, you know, um, I think of like the world, like if it is a popular thing in the world, if everyone's doing this thing, if everyone's following this, this road here, you know, we kind of touched on, you know, a couple of new movies that are out that we won't even name, but, but one is very popular and you see it all over the media and, and it's like, here's your sign, man. It's like, don't follow that sign. Cause if the whole world's doing it, you know, the world, you know, if anyone is, loves the world, the love of the father's not in him, as the Bible says. And, and so, man, I look at that a lot. I go, what is popular? right now in our culture, you know, and that's, I think that's a good indicator. Like if that's, I don't want to follow that sign, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, um, not always, you know, this isn't like a hard fact, but it's a pretty good indicator, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I love that, you know, I, I think if we look at the fruit 
that, uh, you know, following this sign produced in our lives, you know, it, it's a good indicator too. Yeah. You know, and I think that we see in, uh, Acts two twenty two, it says that, uh, the testimony of Jesus Christ was the miracle signs and wonders that the father did through him. Amen. You know, that, that was part of what, mm-hmm. uh, set Jesus apart as the Messiah. Yes. Part of that testimony. I think that there are elements, and we see um, waves of movements come through the Christian culture, so to speak, of people seeking signs. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we can talk about the miraculous signs, the supernatural signs, and those are most definitely biblical. Sure. We see them cover to cover, no doubt. But we also see Jesus rebuking people for being a wicked and perverse generation because mm-hmm. all they all that they are seeking is a yes, sign, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that there's a level of discernment that we have to make sure is operational in our lives. Not only uh, discernment of what we're seeing, hey, is this really of God? Yes. Is this coming from God? But also discernment of what level of our pursuit is dedicated towards the sign, the miraculous, these wondrous things, mm-hmm. and how much of our pursuit is actually just dedicated towards Him. Um, so, maybe let's talk a little bit about some some of the importance of making sure that we're following Him instead of the signs, because I think that's when the signs of God or the miraculous or the supernatural become detrimental to us. Mm. Um, and and we'll, we'll handle this with as much honor as we can, but there are some things that we're going to have to address here because most of your um, most highly known or highly visible charismatic Christian leaders are ones who tend to have this leaning towards the signs mm. and the miraculous. Sure. And um, I think a lot of times that's to the detriment of the body of Christ. Uh, so maybe let's talk a little bit about discernment of what we're pursuing. What um, Kelly, I'd kind of like to start with you. What would be maybe your litmus test if you're looking at something like, uh, this is happening or this is going on or this is being reported or testified about about keeping the main thing the main thing so to speak mm-hmm. <clears throat> I keep thinking about how uh, there's a parable of Lazarus and uh, you know he who is it is it Lazarus he gets sent to hell or no it's the other way around rich young ruler yeah well no this is the other one where he he can see Lazarus yeah he can see you know he gets sent to hell and he's like just if I could just just you know if I could just go back and warn these people you know my brothers right doesn't he say that yes if I could go back and and warn my brothers and uh you know then they would believe me but he's like you it wouldn't matter you you've already they've saw he they saw the same things you saw and I think you know, we see that a lot with Jesus where Jesus performs miracles and then people are wanting him to perform more miracles to like prove that that he is the Messiah. And it's like, I already have. It's like you already have seen me. You know, you've already seen these signs and it doesn't matter if you get more. And it's like, 
I think when we do that, like even nowadays, people are like, this is the sign of the end of the times, you know, that, you know, that, that, that children will hate their parents and do disrespectful, you know, all this stuff that we hear, we read about in the Bible. And uh, it's like, wait a second, this is, it's always been like this. You know, you think about back in World War II, you think how many people thought this is a sign, this is it, this is, it's over. I mean, we're dropping nukes on people. This is, this is going to be the end of the world. This is, you know, Christ is coming. And here we are, you know, what, 80 years later, you know, 70 years later, and it's, it's still the same thing over and over again. And I think, you know, I think it's, that's why it's like the main thing, the main thing is we have to just keep focused on Jesus, you know, and not, this world has been corrupt since the beginning. Look at Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, you see all these stories in the Bible. It's like, it's always been so corrupt, man. To, to always be looking for a sign and looking for a sign. It's like, to me, I just, man, I just keep focusing on Jesus and, and uh, just keep following him because I, I expect, like we were talking about earlier, that things are not going to get better. I don't expect, you know, things to get better. I don't, I just, they're going to keep getting worse probably. Hmm. Good stuff. I, I, you know, in, in a couple aspects, a little while ago, you mentioned fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's wrong to believe in the miraculous. Amen. And I love the miraculous. God is a miraculous, amazing God. He can do anything, anytime, yeah. anywhere. And, we need and to he seek has that. <laughs> we need to pursue that to yes. a degree, yeah. right? Yeah. I agree. I mean, let's just I'm not saying that we should be all about signs and wonders, because that would be putting us in a different camp and category. And and back to fruit. We should be seeking you preached on this. We should be seeking the fruit of the spirit before the signs of the spirit. Yeah. We should be walking in love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness. If those things aren't flowing in your life and you're seeking some kind of sign, then you're out of whack. And and I think that's the first sign that we need to know, you know, is that man, but God could do anything through me. I don't know what he's gonna do. I'm excited. I just wanna be filled with the spirit so that when he's empowered me then hey and that's going to be a sign to somebody out there that hey god is powerful yeah i love that paul says in first corinthians 14 he's like man he sees you're prophesying and, and showing everybody everything and they fall down their hearts are convicted and they worship you and say truly god is among you hey isn't that so cool yeah. man i'm like yes god can do that kind of stuff and i believe in that i want to be so excited about those things i don't want that to be the end pursuit first of all I want to pursue what God says in his word. That's my first sign right there. I'm going to line up everything according to God's word. But secondly, I want to be in tune with the spirit by being filled with the spirit. When those two are married, hey, we might have another great awakening here. Something might, something amazing might happen. Yes. You know, I just think let's talk about uh, the Ashbury that happened just a few months ago, right? Where they were, yeah, the singing, Asbury revival, the Asbury yeah. revival. I, I love that, man. That was so amazing. So awesome. And you know what? For a little while, and I think it's kind of a faded away, but for a little while, you felt it eke into the churches. There was a spirit of worship that came along because that's what that really was. It was worshiping. And we saw a little bit in our Celebrate Recovery because, um, and there were just worship and just, and, and it's kind of like stepped back a little bit, but I'm praying it comes back again because that's what we need. We need something like that. So um, that's kind of my little rabbit trail right there. But uh, thanks for letting me share. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> I think there's, you know, you, you, you touched on something there that's, that's really, really important of, um, you know, the character of God, like who God is versus what God does. Mm. And I think that that are the categories that we see. Those are the categories that we see in the fruit of the spirit and the gifts of the spirit. 
Yes. The fruit of the Spirit is the character of God. Yes. Who God is. The gifts of the Spirit are what God does. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we're ever meant to choose. I don't think that it's ever we see anywhere biblically like, well, you got to make a choice. You know, which one? Mm-hmm. Which one? Um, but I do think that, you know, because I answered, you know, I posed the question publicly in my message uh, that no one was asking. Uh, and then I gave the answer that no one wanted. <laughs> but, you know, the question was, if I were to ever have to choose mm-hmm. between the fruit of the Spirit or the gifts of the Spirit, which one would I choose? And I think it's every day it's the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Just because that's the character of God. Now, I don't see anywhere in Scripture where we are actually called to make that choice. Hmm. But I think that that's the value that we have to have. And I think that that's where the signs become, uh, is it beneficial for us or is it detrimental for us? Hmm. Because if we're more concerned about what God does as opposed to who God is, Mm -hmm. then I think that that's going to be detrimental to us. Yes. Um, Because I I believe that, I believe that today the most important question that we'll face and tomorrow the most important question that we'll face is what do I believe? You know, what is, honestly, what is that foundation of what I believe? Yes. Um, And I think it has to come back to the character of God Mm -hmm. uh, with that, um, you know, that fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Like, is our life showing forth the fruit of the Spirit? And if it is, and we start seeing these gifts, these signs, these wonders coming from that, then we got a pretty good litmus test there. It's a pretty good indicator that this is of God. Yes. But if our character isn't lining up with the character of God, but yet we're seeing or pursuing or going after and focusing on these gifts, then, then we're probably seeking after ourselves a little bit too much. Yes. So just I, I wrap up thoughts, some closing thoughts on this. I'd like to open it up to you guys. Kelly, why don't you I got, I got a, <clears throat> I was just thinking about if, uh, when I'm always looking for a sign, when I'm always seeking a sign, it, it's kind of like I'm almost double-minded. Like, like it was saying, you know, like I was referring to earlier, it's like, I'm always looking for a sign. I'm always telling God, Hey, prove it, prove that you're God, you know, show me, keep showing me. And it's like, man, he has shown me so much in my life. So many times, you know, how he's, what he's done for me, what he's done in me, what he's done through me, how he's changed me. And if I'm always looking for another sign, it's like, I'm almost, it's a slap in his face really to, to do that because it's, it's just like that thing. It's like, you know, all of a sudden you end up in hell and you're like, just show me one more sign, God, give me one more chance. And it's like, no, I mean, you've shown me my whole life, you know, you've shown me so many things and, and in my, in my walk with you that I've seen so many signs, man, I've seen, you know, (laughs) you know, and he continues to show me things, but it's, it's just, I think it's, I think it's important to, to really think about that and to not just, you know, cause it's easy to go when we're, when we're on a high, you know, to remember that, but in the lows too, sometimes you're not going to, he's not going to be just right there, you know, showing you that like, okay, this is the way to go. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, this, you, you should know this, you know? So that's what I'm thinking. Um, I come back to the words of Jesus. He said, I don't do anything of my own will. He said, whatever I see my father doing, that's what I'm doing. Mm. 
I'm doing it in like manner, he said. You've seen me, you've seen the Father. Thank you. You know, and yeah. so the sign was Jesus was watching for the signs his father was giving him. Mm-hmm. And he was watching his father because like he said, and I, and I think when we say he was, he was watching in the world, seeing what his father was doing and then acting in accordance with Holy Spirit, you know, because it sent upon him like a dove and, you know, it remained upon him. Right. Um, And I just think that that's the key aspect here. And something sometimes that so many Christians remove that we forget to watch and be in tune with what dad is doing. What is my dad doing out there? Mm-hmm. And we we could just ask that so constantly throughout the day. What are you doing, Dad? What do you got for me? Um, you know, Holy Spirit, show me what's going on so that I can be in touch with you. And then guess what's going to happen? Because if you're in tune and you're the Holy Spirit's with you, you're going to be walking in the signs. God's going to say over here, over here, over here. Touch that person. Pray for that person. I want you to minister to that person. And he might even reveal something that you'd be like, hey, this is what Holy Spirit just revealed to me. Wow. I mean, and that person, who knows what can happen then? Yeah. I mean, that's exciting stuff right there. So let's walk in that. That's what Dude. I want to walk in. Amen. Yeah. Dude, Ephesians 5, 1, imitate God as, as dearly beloved Amen. children. Yes. That's what, yeah. Yes, brother. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We are his ambassadors, as Paul yeah. would say. Yes. Amen. Exciting. Um, I'll leave us with some practical pastoral wisdom. <laughs> oh, great. <Perfect. laughs> um, the word of God should always lead us into an experience mm-hmm. or an encounter with God. Yeah. And every experience or encounter that we have with God should be able to be backed up in Scripture. Amen. Yeah. His Word should always lead us into an experience, but yet every experience that we have should be able to be backed up in His Word. Amen. Uh, Amen. Yeah. If, if those aren't doing that, check your focus. Mm-hmm. You know, check, check your priority. See what you're what you're really pursuing that's my that that's kind of my simplistic thoughts and ramblings for today beautiful guys thank you uh, for joining us here on the spot Uh, like subscribe rate review tell a friend tell a neighbor tell a pastor tell a phone (laughs) telegraph (laughs) i'm going back in time now okay so uh kelly will you help to save me and uh, pray for us Mm, as we close Yes. God, thank you for my brothers here this morning, God, to be able to uh, discuss signs, Lord. And uh, God, help us to focus on you, Lord, first and foremost, God. And we know that any sign that doesn't doesn't lead us to you and into your presence, as Ben just said, is not from you, Lord. We need to ignore those things and, and continue to just keep our eyes focused on you, Lord, to be imitators of you, God. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you.